Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah. Oh, go ahead, put your hands together. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the privilege of life. Thank you for the opportunity we have to be in your presence. Lord, we don't take it for granted. It is indeed of your mazes that we are not consumed. Thank you. Your compassion, they fail not. Great is your faithfulness. This morning, we lift our hands and we say, have your way. And let your will be done. Grant us understanding hearts. And let that which you are about to sow in our hearts. Bring a change. And the healing. And the blessings. And direct and guide our lives. Into your purpose. May we not be the same because we came. Holy Spirit of God. Have your way. And let your will be done. In Jesus name. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Please be seated in heavenly places. So, from last week, we began a very important series. Were you here? We started by sharing about the act of following. Do you understand? Yeah, it's an act. You need to develop an ability to follow. And there are so many people you can follow. Are you there? But uh, last week we decided that we are going to follow King David. Hallelujah. Are you there? And like our brother was saying, why should we follow David? David is a, a good person to follow because his story looks like our story. Are you there? Yeah, David was not born with a silver spoon in his mouth. He had a noble birth. David was not somebody that was regarded. He came from nowhere to where everybody came to know him. Are you there? So even when we look in the world, there are rich people, and each one of them, there are different perimeters, or different things that contribute to who they are. It's the same also in the Bible. When you look into the Bible, you notice that, for instance, how many have heard of King Solomon? Was he rich? Yeah, but how Solomon became rich is totally different from how David became rich. Solomon was born to a father who was already a king. But that did not guarantee him becoming rich. He also had to know something and do something for him to be rich. How many understand what I'm talking about? Because there are rich 
uh, parents who sometimes their children don't become rich. For instance, if you look at how uh, Isaac became rich, it's totally different from how Jacob became rich. Hello? So when you read the Bible, you need to take your time and see that there are different circumstances. Isaac became rich. The Bible talks about how Isaac became rich. Abraham, his father, gave all that he had to Isaac and to his other children. He gave them gifts. And not only that, he sacked all of them so that Isaac can be alone and be properly rich. Are you there? So I thought that when Isaac also has children, he will do the same thing. But when Isaac was dying, he did not give all the things he had to Jacob. Jacob had to work for 20 years. How many remember that Jacob had to labor in the Laban's house? And from Jacob, we learned that if you are going to do well, you need to work at least seven years before you get married. Anyway, another time we can talk about so some people when they get they get employment you know they want to get married but from Jacob we learned that look you need to save you need to work for at least seven years he worked for seven years before he could get married anyway another time we can talk about it and he worked another seven years for a second wife hey. then he worked six years to be rich I'm telling you but I, all I'm saying, I don't know why I'm entering into all these problems. All I'm trying to say is that Jacob was rich. But how he became rich was totally different from how Isaiah became rich. Are you there? And it's totally different from how Solomon became rich. And we also see that uh, uh, David was a rich. How many remember the scripture of David's end? Bible says he died of a good old age. Full of days, full of what? Riches, full of honor. Hallelujah. And he had a successor, his son, reign after him. But David came from nowhere. We did not know anyone called David. In fact, when you read the Bible, it looks like David was the only one who was called David. We did not have anyone who was called David, and he was not born to. Even, even when he killed Goliath, they said that, who is the father of this? His father was not known. But Solomon, his father was known. His father was there. Do you understand? So you need to know yourself. Is your father known? Who knows your father? If you mention your father's name, Mr. Uh, 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 what? Mr. What? Mr. Felix, who knows Mr. Felix? Who is he? Is he anybody in particular? So we can see that your story is that of David. So we need to learn how David became. Hallelujah. Somebody who could be lost and nobody will even know. As you are here, if, I mean, they say something has happened, they are not fine. No, so who, they need your picture before. But there are people that they don't need their picture. Nobody know you. Are you there? Yeah, David was the person that he was not known, just like me and you. But he came from the back of the desert, from an unknown place to the forefront. And he became a person of influence, became the, one of the greatest kings that the uh, world has ever known. 
Hallelujah. So when we are talking about the uh, the act of copying or following David, tell somebody it's my story. Tell another person I can identify with this. Tell the person I am not known. My father is not known. And nobody even know the course I'm doing. And tell the person it looks like I'm also at the back. How can I become influential and important to the extent, ask the person, to the extent that when I'm dead and gone, people will come and know about me? Will it ever happen in your life? That is what we are talking about. Hallelujah. Tell the person that this is my story. Hallelujah. So the act of copying or becoming like David is imitating. We are copying David. We are following David. We are trying to become a twin. We want to catch up with the things that David did. Hallelujah. We want to be a clone of David. Is that not it? Yeah. And what again? We want to be double. Do you know that in this world, presidents and important people, they have their body doubles. Most people that you see them, they are not the ones. They have their body doubles. Oh, yes. They have body doubles. Sometimes they are going to a play. They, they are not sure of the security. He's not the one. He's home sleeping. His body double is the one moving around. But he looks like him. Do you understand? Even recently, there is an American, uh, uh, what do you call it? Congressman who is sick, he has stroke. Then suddenly they saw that there was a body double. Now the guy was moving, but he cannot do the things that they are expecting him to do. So people came there and said, No, it's not a guy, it's, it's, a, it's his body double. We are looking for the actual guy. <laughs> are you here? So the act of becoming double is the act of copying until you are just like David. Hallelujah. So I don't know who you are. I don't know what you do. But in business, in school, in life, if you are at the back, nobody knows you. Don't worry. There's somebody whose life was like that. And by a certain principles that he followed, a certain lifestyle, he came from an unknown region. He came from a place of desolation, unproductive. It's like somebody who was not known became known. And that is what is coming to you. And that is what you are becoming in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So what were the things that David did or what were the principles? What was the life of David that made him who he became? The first one we saw last week was that he did not what? Despise small things. One of the things that his brother said, when they heard him speak to the people, he said that, why are, why are you here? And with whom have you left the few what, sheep? Tell somebody the few sheep. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we notice that David left the few sheep with an innkeeper. He really had respect for small things. Hallelujah. 
even the father, his brothers, big brothers said that the few sheep, he kept a few sheep in wilderness. First Samuel chapter 17, verse number 28. Are you there? The Bible says, and Eliab, his elder brother, had when he spake unto the man, and Eliab's anger was kindled against David. And he said, Why camest thou down hither? And with whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? And I said, I know thy pride and the naughtiness of thy heart. For thou art come down that thou mayest see the battle. Hallelujah. So somebody who did not despise few sheep, one or two was enough. Even Jesus said, where two or three have gathered, there am I. Hallelujah. Two or three. But many people despise small beginning. Many ladies are not married because they want already made man. When they see a man who cannot afford a bicycle, so we are looking for one with a BMW. You will not be comfortable in the BMW. I'm telling you. You don't be comfortable. You want a man who is, I mean, self-made. No, you can struggle. You can struggle with somebody who has begun life. Hallelujah. And you have a portion and a part. You see that you even enjoy life better. But you marry this big person that you did not contribute. You don't know how he became. You see that you are not even comfortable sitting in your own house. Can easily join his servant. You can't even uh, talk to him a certain way. Because he, he were like, just like a collection. He collected you to the things that, yeah, he, he, you, you are a trophy that he has collected to the things he has. Hey. But you see a guy who is struggling. Hey. You see, when I got married, I noticed that I was trying to have a problem. Yeah, I was trying to have a problem that was not mine. Because my wife, the father was a chartered accountant. And at his age, he had a car. If they are going to market, he would take my my wife in the car and drive her to the market. And I did not have a car that I would drive her in the car to the market. So I noticed that the girl is used to being driven in a car. I was trying to have a problem that I had not imagined. Are you there? Yeah, even the first car I bought was a, a Beetle. He told me that she would never sit in a Beetle. So I had to call the person I bought the thing for. I said, Charlie, take your car. My, my lady says she, died. she can't sit in a, a Beetle. Hey. Don't tell her before I... Uh, she's here. But it's true. I had to notice that, Charlie. This girl, the father is, I mean, driving. The father bought the, her, uh, his car new from UK. Hey. Do you understand? New from UK and ship it to the place. And me, even his hand at the time was a problem. Hey! hey. <laughs> You are laughing. 
I'm talking about somebody who was able to respect small things. Small things. That today is no good. Today is coins. Today, you cannot afford 100% juice. Today, you are, you are mixing Oreo. You are you don't, yeah, you are a specialist. You can pour and pour. You can pour. You are, you are becoming a bartender. But a day is coming. I say a day is coming. I say a day is coming. That you will tell the person, give all of them whatever they want. Whatever they want. Give it to them. I will pay. Hallelujah. Amen. A day will come that Look, many things that was imaginary, imagination, dream, if it will not be a dream again. Amen. I'm telling you. Yeah. Because there was a time that when they killed, not that they bought, you know, those from the village, when they killed a chicken in the house, they gave you the the neck with some two joints. Hey! And you see people eating the whole back and the tie. And you look, you spy the food, they say, hey, there's some firmness in this world. And you will be saying in your mind, one day, when I grow up and I have, I will buy a whole chicken. I will eat all the chicken. You see, but today, you can afford two chicken, but have you bought it? You know that that is not what is important. So I say a day will come. Respect small beginning. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two. Wow. How David became who we know him now. He did not start big. Nothing. Nothing starts big. Everything starts small. But many people don't want to join when things are in the beginning stage. Many things, and not many, all things that small. Are you here? Number two, the art of following David is the art of embracing menial jobs. Tell somebody the art of following David is the art of embracing, embracing menial jobs. Menial, add that word to your vocabulary. Minia, it means what what is the meaning of minia? Unimportant. Do you understand? Yeah. Minia jobs. It's not important job. Small, small things. It's spelled M-E-N-I-A-L. Minia. Hallelujah. Are you here? In the Bible. First Samuel chapter 16. Are you there? Okay, let's read from verse number 20 and 21. We can continue if we have time. The Bible says, And Jesse took an ass laden with bread and a bottle of wine and a kid and sent them by David, his son, unto Saul. Let's go. And David came to Saul and stood before him, and he loved him greatly, and he became his armor bearer. Hallelujah. All right. So, go to verse number 22. 
And Saul sent to Jesse, saying, Let David, I pray thee, stand before me, for he has found favor in my sight. Hallelujah. Are you there? Yeah. Can we continue? And it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul that David took an harp and played with his hand. Hmm? So Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. We can read further. But you notice that David, I am very sure at this point, somebody who had the ability to kill a giant. Are you there? Yes, sure. Who had the ability to kill a giant? Was not made a commander in the army to start with. All the soldiers, all the soldiers could not do anything. Somebody comes. You see, when you read the Bible, the Bible, all the chapters is not in a, a chronological order. So sometimes you wouldn't understand. Go to First um, Samuel chapter 17, verse number maybe 15, 14, 15, and 16. You see something there quickly. I want to show you something. Somebody who had an ability to kill a giant, all the soldiers, I mean, he, he was not made a commander to start with. Okay, 14, Bible says, and David was the youngest, hmm? and the three elder, elders followed Saul. He was talking about David's uh, family. 15, and David went and returned from Saul to feed his father's sheep at Bethlehem. Uh, 16. And the Philistine drew near morning and evening and presented himself 40 days. So it was in one of these days that the father sent him to bring some things to his uh, big brothers who were already in the army. But when you read NLT, you understand the Bible says that David was uh, uh, shunting, was moving, was going to and fro. Do you understand? Keeping the sheep of the father, and also attending to uh, the brothers. He was very busy, very useful. Do, do you understand? So even after he killed, after he killed Goliath, he, he was not in the army. What brought him actually into the king's palace was when, uh, what do you call it? Uh, 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 Saul was mad. And they were looking for somebody who was skillful in playing. Are you there? Because, how do you know this? Because when Saul, uh, David killed Goliath, Saul did not know him. So he asked them, whose son is this? When you read the verse number 21, they, they did not know who David was. So when he was going to fight, they asked, ah, when he killed, actually, they said, whose son is this? Then, then Abner, Saul's commander, said, I don't know, I will find out. So when he brought, uh, saw, uh, what do you call it, Goliath's head with his sword, then they asked, and so my father is Jesse. And when the evil spirit came upon him, and they were looking for somebody to place, oh, there is this man who is a valiant in war, a, a man of war, this is the one that you know. He's also very skillful in in. in, in 
playing the harp. Are you there? I'm showing you how David became. The act of following David is the act of what? Embracing. If you could kill Goliath, you would even not like to be an armor bearer. Bible says that when he was sent for, this time around, they did not say, send for this man we have seen. That he plays very well. And when they sent for him, you saw it in verse number 21. Bible says he came, he stood before Saul, and Saul loved him. He knew that ah, this is the, the, the warrior. He loved him. And from there, Saul, if you, you read further, Bible says Saul now sent a message to Jesse because he, when he saw David now, he knew who he was. But when he killed before, he, he was not known. So you are seeing that even though he had done great things, he has killed Goliath. He, 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 he embraced many jobs. He became an armor bearer. That is errand boy. He became somebody who played music in the palace. He had ability to kill giants, but he was an errand boy. Tell somebody I'm learning from uh, uh, I'm learning from David. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you there? When you see the things that David was able to do, he embraced minor jobs. Minor jobs. Some of us, if you have an ability, yes, you have a degree, you don't have a job. You, You don't want to start small. You have a master's, but you are not employed. You don't want to you see, start, even if you want to start as a cleaner. Start as a cleaner. Yeah, yeah. The way you will clean, the, the, the manager will ask you that, ah, do you have PAD in cleaning? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so my actual uh, training is auditing. My, so you, you, you are an auditor. Oh, okay. You see, by that minion job, a bigger door, but... Some of us, it's like, until the bigger position came, I will not start small. David was a giant killer. And he has actually killed giant. You should see him when he was talking about his capabilities. He said, he told Saul, he said, look, this guy is not anybody that you should be afraid of. You should, it's not, I will kill that guy for you. Nicely. And they saw say you cannot kill Goliath because he's been a man of war from his youth, but you are just a boy. Then David said, Let, Let's read it from the uh, I think verse number 17, uh, chapter seven. Uh, go to verse number 55. Does it end with 55? I, I, there's something there. Go to the ending portion. I, I like the conversation of David. Let me show you quickly. I'm trying. Are you there? Okay. All right. Okay. So, chapter 17. 
from verse number 32. Are you there? I don't know whether we can read it from the NLT quickly because of time. Bible says David was now talking. Maybe we should start from verse number 26. Verse number 26. David asked the soldiers standing nearby, what will a man get for killing this Philistine and ending this deviance of Israel, defiance of Israel? Who is this pagan Philistine anyway that he is allowed to defile the armies of the living God? 27. And these men gave David the same reply. They said, yes, this is the reward for killing him. But when David's older, oldest brother, Eliab, heard David talking to the men, he was angry. What are you doing around here anyway? He demanded, what about those few sheep you are supposed to be taking care of? I know about your pride and deceit. You just want to see the battle. What have I done now? David replied. I was only asking a question. He walked over to some others and asked them the same thing and received the same answer. Then David's question was reported to King Saul and the king sent for him. 32. Don't worry about this Philistine, David told Saul. I will go. I will go. Uh, I, I will go. Uh, I will go fight him. Don't be ridiculous, Saul replied. There is no way you can fight this Philistine and possibly win. You are only a boy. Can you see it? And he is being a man of all since his youth. But David persisted. I have been taking care of my father's sheep and goats. He said, when a lion or a bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock, I go after it with a clap and rescue the lamb from its mouth. If the animal turns on me, I catch it by the jaw and clap it to death. I have done this both, I have done this to both lions and bears. You see, I thought that he killed only lion and a bear, but when you read, he has done it to both lions and bears. So the guy was experienced. It wasn't only to uh, 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 preaching that he had done both lions and bears, and I would do it to this pagan Philistine too, for he has defiled the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the claws of, of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. So finally consented. All right, go ahead, he said. And, when the, and, and may the Lord be with you. Hallelujah. Then Saul gave David his own armor. Okay, it continues. But you, you, you can see, David had to negotiate but somebody who has an ability and know what he can do, he accepted to be an armor bearer. That's the point I'm making now. Somebody who is a well, some of us, when you know your talent, hey. when you know your talent, like uh, somebody, uh, lady pastor, if it's not an office work, she will not do. 
either office or nothing. Either you put me in an office or I wouldn't work. But you, you may not have an office. You can begin somewhere. The giant killer was now an errands boy. He was running errands. He was, he was moving around. Hallelujah. No work starts from the top. The only work that starts from the top is uh, uh, grave digging. If you want to be a grave digger, then you start from the top and you go to the down. But everything starts from down and goes up. Hallelujah. Am I preaching to anyone? Start small. Start small. Start small. Minia job. Please, can we find the meaning of minia so that we understand? Because as we are talking that David embraced minia jobs. It may be like, what is minia job? Is there any uh, word called minia? Okay, I'm going to look for minia. Let's look what a minia is. Those with the dictionary, what is the meaning of? Unskilled. The guy was skillful in battle, in shepherding. Do you understand? He was a skillful person. He was a skillful shepherd. A skillful uh, uh, psalmist. Player of harp. Do you understand? A skillful warrior, giant killer. He had a skill, but he started with something that required no skill. Yes, what does he say? Used to describe work that does not need any skill and is badly paid and often boring. Yeah. When he say minia, it is describing a work that doesn't need any skill, and because of that, is badly is badly paid. Your pay will not even last a week, and it's not something you would like to do. Do you understand? Yeah. So we know you, you are great, but start with a minor job, a job that does you did not go to school for it. Hallelujah. That is not you. You you are a talented musician. You come to church and say, oh, start with ushering. Say, hey, me, I'm a, I'm, I'm a TSA. Like somebody, you come to church, you say, oh, join the group. You say, no, I want to be preaching. From, from day one, you want to be preaching to who? To who? Are you here? You know, the apostles, the great apostles that we know them, they started their job also as uh, uh, doing minor things. In Luke chapter 9, if you read from verse number, I believe, 13, Jesus, look, Peter was older than Jesus. I think that the person who may be younger was John, but most of them. But great apostle with has, uh, wives, Jesus was not married, but he made them ashes in the church. The day he multiplied the bread and broke it and people, 5,000 men ate. They were, they were waiting. They were doing answering. They had to make the people sit down. And after that, they had to gather the crumbs. That fell. They had them put it in a basket. Do you remember Jesus sent them to go and find the court and the ass? Go and tell the owner that I need one. If Jesus want to have a, a, a what do you, Passover, you go to this. He was, they were these great men of God that we came to know. 
Jesus sent them two by two. He said, go here. He sent them. They were doing menial jobs. Old men, they were doing menial. That's what we know them today. Who has despised the day of small beginning? Who has despised the day? Have you despised something small? Your beginning may be small, but your latter end will greatly increase. David, the act of following David is the act of what? Embracing what? Minion jobs. What is it that you need to do? Is it below you? Accept it. And do it exceptionally well. I've noticed that, look, don't ask any uneducated person, unskilled person to clean a toilet. The person will be angry. But when you ask graduates, there are the people who know their value to clean toilet. They don't get angry. Never make a mistake to ask a poor person to clean a toilet. It's like we are enforcing. I'm telling you, they, they can be angry, bitter, and even leave you. And you see, people who are rather important in this life, they clean toilets and wash them happily. That's why they become great. Hallelujah. Amen. What are you doing? You are here. You can be in the dancing stars. You can be in the choir. You can be in the film stars. You can be... There are so many things you can buy. You have decided. You have decided that you are waiting until you are a preacher. You are waiting until the anointing arrives so that you can open the eyes of the blind. When you do, then the people will fall. You will come with two people following you, one with your mobile phone and one with your towel. Then when you say, hello, who is talking? Then you give it to, you don't even what, you, you give it to the person. Then they take, you wipe, then you, you give it to this one. Then you are, you are moving like your, your leg is broken. Begin something that you have not chosen, something minor in the house of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Were you in Luke chapter 9 verse 13? Please put it down for us. Look at these great apostles. Do you know that, uh, uh, what do you call Luke? Luke was what? A doctor. Matthew was an accountant. Yeah. Paul was a lawyer. They all did menial jobs until they became who they, we know them to be. But you, you don't want to even join a bar center. You don't want to join any group. You, you, you are like, can we read it together? One go, quickly. But he said unto them, give it them to eat. And they said, we have no more but five loaves and two fishes. And said, we should go and buy meat for all these people. 14. For they were about 5,000 men. And he said to his disciples, make them sit down. 15. Yeah, by 50s. So the disciples have to count. Do you understand? Count 50. Like ashes. Count 50 chairs. And put a, a space between. They, they were ashing. Let them sit down. In 50s. Uh-huh. And they did so. Can you see? They, they did it. And made them sit. Yeah. 16. Then he took the five loaves and two fishes and looking up to heaven, he blessed them and break and 
gave to the disciples. You see, to the disciples again, to give or to set before the multitude. So the disciples were waiters. They had to now serve. They were apostles in the church. Serving communion. Some of you get the communion after even to keep the cup from falling. It's difficult. (laughs) To keep the cup from falling is difficult. Then he took uh, uh, verse number 17 and they did it and were all what? Filled. And there was taken up fragment that remained to them 12 baskets. They had to I mean, 5,000 people, 5,000 people, men, excluding women and children, they've eaten. And only 12 people have to pick, do do you understand, crumbs until they have 12 baskets. It's a lot of work. I mean, it's a lot of work, Bishop. It's a lot of work. No matter how you look at it, it's a lot of work. It's not like big loaves, crumbs that you need to pick until... If you have a waste problem after, you can't, you can't, you can't continue. But I, I see you embracing minia jobs in the name of Jesus. This is how David became. He embraced minia jobs. Hallelujah. Get it done. Be there. Number three. The act of, the act of following David is the act of ministering to others. Hallelujah. If you want to become like David, first, don't despise small things. Second, embrace minion job. Number three, minister to others. Minister to others. In 1 Samuel chapter 16, look at the verse number 23. We read it, but let's read it again. We're just about going. Can we read it together? One, go. When the evil spirit from God was upon Saul, that David took an harp and played with his hand, so Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. Hallelujah. Can you see? Yeah. He was serving others. Let me tell you this. The world is made up of only two groups of people. You and others. Apart from you, the rest are others. And you see that you are one. We have almost 8 billion people. Only one is you. The rest is others. And whatever you are doing, you are doing for yourself. You are just one. One out of 8 billion. And everything you are doing is for you. How will you do well? How will you do well? 8 billion people, you are one out of 8 billion. So apart from you, the rest is called others. And still, you have not specialized in serving and uh, ministering to others. There is no rich person in this world who is serving himself. There is no rich person. There is no billionaire. There is no one who is doing well that is serving himself. Who are the rich people you know? Yeah, somebody said Bill Gates. Everybody using Windows, he's serving you. Bill Gates is serving you. 
Even recently, I saw that the office, uh, uh, what do you call it? Office 365. They have reduced the price. Then they say, when you buy one for 10 people forever. I said, this is going to let so many people buy because people are not using the original, but they have reduced it to, I think, 345 or so. Around 345, and 10 people can use it for life. I said, look, this is going to let more than, more than, uh, uh, three to four billion people buy this. Do you know? Instead of making it higher every year, nobody said, "Look, just pay three forty-five." You just think about it, even if it is ten dollars, and and three billion people buy. Do you? How much would they have? The money would be so much, a lot. What are you doing for others? Tell me and I will tell you how successful you are. You are not rich. You have not broken through because you are serving yourself. Even the work you are doing, you are not, you go to work and there's no work and you are happy. No, I mean, I, I don't understand. Can't you see that you are about to be sad? Can't you see that you are about to be laid off? When you go to work, so who, whose money are they using to pay you? Who is working for you to be paid? You go to work, to work, and there's no work, and you are happy though today when I went to work. You need to start looking for a new job. Because you are not even thinking about what I'm doing. Is it really bringing in as much as they are giving me? Are they, are they, are they making enough from what I'm doing? Hello? You are looking at only you. You are looking at how your salary must be increased. How your, uh, uh, what do you call it, provident fund must be increased. How your other allowances must be increased. But have you thought about how your input is affecting the company? What you are doing, how does it increase your salary? How does it help the company? You've gone for sick leave. You've gone for vomiting leave. You've gone for... Even when you cough, you want a leave. How does it... How, how does it help? Who does it help? I'm preaching. You can call in the morning. You just overslept. Then you call. And you call. When they... Then they will say, is everything okay? Oh. <laughs> Look at what you have. <laughs> and you know that if you are not in the office, more than eight people cannot work because they are all waiting for. Who are you serving? Tell somebody others. Look, David came from the back of the, of, of the desert. He did not have any problem, but he put his life on the line to save others. He was free. He was not even in the army. He was not even in the army that you said that it was his responsibility and duty to fight the enemy. He was not. In fact, they were even encouraging him that he shouldn't fight. But he said, look, who is this pagan Philistine 
the King James says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he has defiled the armies of the Lord? Are you there? He could not watch a whole nation to be in turmoil, to be in fear, to be in dismay, and to run her test when they saw Goliath coming. He said, no, I need to end this reproach. I cannot, when I am here, I cannot allow this reproach to continue. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you know that he could have died also in the war? Yes. But if you are fighting a Goliath, what can happen? You are fighting a giant. It is either you kill the giant or you are killed. So the possibility was 50% that he would die. 50% he will not die. Are you there? It's a real risk when you are doing things for others. Are you there? Yeah, some of us, you are here going to heaven, but you don't want any of your family members even to go to heaven. You have friends who will not go to heaven. They are not here. You have siblings, sisters, other colleagues that you can help them. Who are you serving? Who are you praying for? Who are you fasting? You can even fast and pray. David put his life on the line, including the possibility of dying to save others. Apart from, that, that, that was one. Then he came ministering, ministering to others. He was an armor bearer, playing, skillful. He has learned how to play all the keys. He's learned how to sing all the songs. For information, we are about to have audition. More singing stars are coming up. Yeah. So if you can sing like Inga or uh, Snazo or Yolanda, all of you, be ready. We'll give the date. Or let us know quickly. We are going to do auditioning. Learn the song and come and hit the keys. Right, right keys. Don't come and hey, No. We need the right keys. Are you here? Save others. Don't just be there say, I am happy when I come to church and pastor is preaching. It's very nice. I enjoy. No, you must also be serving others. You must be dancing. You must be singing. You must be doing. But when you come to church on Sunday, there must be more than 20 people that you have brought. Yeah, you must be serving others. Who is going to heaven because of you? That's why. You may be there say you are looking for a husband. You, you will be surprised. That the person you go and bring has a senior brother who will marry you. But because you have not gone to bring anyone, you are waiting for the person in the church. Go and bring the person. See, when even when the brothers see the way his little brother's life has changed, they will say, that, who is this lady who has been picking you? I think that it can be a nice wife. But you don't even know how God is going to bless you. In your selfishness and your unwillingness to minister to others, you are not meeting the people you need to meet. You are not meeting the people you need to meet. You are not meeting the people. Are you there? That is how God bless. Yeah, that's the prophecy of the, of the gold in the mouth of the fish. Winning souls. When you don't know the fish that has the gold in the mouth. That is the problem. The problem they had on that day was that they were looking for money to pay their tax. They said, go and catch a soul. Go and win a, a, a person. Go and catch a fish. And the fish will have the solution to the problem you have. 
But many people don't know that that is how God solved your problem. So as you come to church and you are sitting on your list and you are not ready to win any soul, you are not solving your problem. The soul that you are winning has the solution. It may not be the person, maybe the uncle, maybe the prince, maybe somebody connected it to the person. It's not, it's not the fish that is solving it. The fish will have something. We have an auntie, we have an uncle, we have a friend, we have something that will solve your problem. But you see, you are sitting over here, not trying to. When you start ministering to others, every problem you, you have will be solved. Hallelujah. Make it, make it, make it your personal issue and your personal problem that anyone you know that is not born again, you are going to bring the person to church. You are going to make sure that the person don't go to hell. You are going to fast and pray for the person until the person is born again. Make it your save others. This uh, Christianity that is me, myself, and I. Me, myself, and I. The three self guy. It has been so long. You saved this guy for so long. It is about time for you to look over your shoulder. It's about time to look around and see who can I help. Who else can also enjoy what I'm enjoying. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you there? Yeah. You must be like Abraham. That the blessings should affect other people. Bible says, in you and in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. May you and your doings cause so many people to come into their lives. Hallelujah. Are you serving others? Or you are not serving anyone? Are you here or you've gone home? Addis. Addis. Apart from you, we have Addis. The last but not the least for today as we close. The art of following David is the art of knowing that not everyone will accept you. You got to know that. Tell somebody, you got to know that. No one will accept you. Not everybody will rejoice with you. So you need, you see, you are not doing well because you are in the presence of people who hate you. You are trying to fit in. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse number 28 to 30, Bible says that when David was asking the questions, his own big brother, sometimes, sometimes, like the Bible says, a prophet is not without an honor, but in his own country. A man's foe are those of his own household. David would, would have never become hmm, the giant killer if it was left with him and his brothers. Look at uh, verse 20. When his brother, the big brother, the first son is called Eliab, the second boy is Abinadab, and the church is Shammah. When Eliab heard that David was there, he said, Bible said he was angry. You, you are in the army. You cannot fight Goliath. Allow somebody also to fight the person. And David said, what, what have I done wrong? What, what, is there not a cause? What have I done? I am just asking. I am just asking what will be given to the person who killed this giant. You are saying that you know my pride and you know my naughtiness. If you are not 
uh, proud. Then go and fight Goliath. You are there. Are we starting from 28? Quickly. And Eliab, his elder's brother, had when he spoke unto the man. And Eliab's anger was kindled against David. And he said, Why camest thou down hither? And with whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know thy pride and the naughtiness of thy heart. For thou art come down that thou mightest see the battle. You've come to spectate. 29. And David said, What have I now done? Is there not a cause? Ask the person, is there not a cause? There's a cause. There's a problem that we need to solve. Do you have the answer? You don't have the answer. But the fact that you are old, that's why the young people don't allow anyone who is older to you, older than you to intimidate you. Some of the older people, thank you, Bishop. Some of the older people they have made wrong decisions and chains are holding their leg. So they cannot move. If you watch them, you also not move. Sometimes they said, oh, even the pastor has only 10 members. So you can have uh, uh, 30 members, but you are looking at your shepherd who is uh, uh, ridden with problems. Problems, financial problems. Every month is getting a letter that is written with red. Automating, final warning, different things. Your, the person ahead of you is not praying. It's not becoming a shepherd. It's not doing whatever he's supposed to do. It's not becoming a basenta leader. It's not dancing in there. So you also want to follow suit. No. Move. Navigate. Move ahead of the person. Hallelujah. Amen. Be like David. The fact that your mother was uh, an illiterate has it caused you also to be an illiterate. Have you not maneuvered? Some of us, our grandfathers did not go to school. Our fathers were not in school. Or your but you are educated. Why did you not say that your mother did not go to school so you not also go to school? So you see that you have navigated. You have maneuvered. Now you can read. Why is it that you are allowing somebody ahead of you to stop you from progressing? You need to watch and say that this person is not going where in this life. Can I give you advice? How many of you drive? I see all of you driving. Lift your hands if you want to drive. Father, I pray for cars. I pray for release of cars. Let students drive. Let workers drive. Let mothers drive. Even people who think they are not supposed to drive, let them drive. In the name of Jesus, you are driving. But my advice for you when you are driving is don't follow a parked car. Anytime you are driving, don't ever follow a parked car. There are cars that are parked. They are going nowhere. When you follow them, you will be late. You also no go anywhere. There are people in the church. They look like they are going somewhere. They are going nowhere. They are packed. They are, they are not shepherds. They've been in Christ for 10 years. Hey. Even if you tell them to lead prayer, you will see how they will, Father God, Father God. They will be saying Father God more than 100 times. And there is no one scripture. Hey, Father God. Hey. And these people are very religious. When you ask them, to bring greetings, I greet you all in the name of something. They always have some, I don't know whether it's taught in a school. I greet you all in the name of one Jesus Christ or something, something. <laughs> Father God, Father God, 
maneuver, maneuver. These are the elder brothers. He said, is there not a cause? Continue, what have I done now? David, what have I done? The fact that you are young doesn't mean that people should sit on your potential. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? Oh, yeah. That is why I declare to everyone, everyone here, you have received the permission and the authority from me myself to be a Basenta leader. In the name of Jesus. Gather your people and bring them. I will help you to take care of them. Pastor, I don't know how to preach. I don't know. You just gather them and bring them. I will help you to take care of them. Because of you, people will be going to heaven. That is what it's about. That is what it's about. Hallelujah. See that you can even mobilize a lot of people, but it can say, so why is my leader not doing it? Just come and see me. Pastor, I can help. There's a lot of unbelievers I can. That is what it's about. He asked, is there not a And he turned from him towards another. Your sources. Did you get a fourth point? The art of following David is the art of knowing that not everyone will what? Accept you. David was able to know that even his big brothers that he shared the same name with. David was called David Jesse. And we had Eliab Jesse. Abinadab Jesse, Shama Jesse, they share the same same name. One mother, one father, they did not like him. He said, look, I will not allow my same name to deceive me. Even though we share the same same name, but you don't believe in my abilities. You don't believe in my calling. You don't accept who God has made me. I'm not going to let you destroy the talent that God has given me. I'm turning to another who will see and cherish and accept what God has given me. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? Hallelujah. Yeah. You may be little, but God has given you something. You may be small, but God has given you something. Hallelujah. Amen. The Eliabs were there, but God chose David. Are you there? And sometimes, younger people, they despise themselves. Younger people want to grow, and old people want to be young. It's a confusion. <laughs> Yeah, you see, when you see younger people that they should celebrate and be happy that they are young, you see that they are putting rub in their most, but they want to grow. But people who have grown beard are also paying money to shave and remove it. Look, accept who God has made you and use your youthfulness. Don't let anybody other than you. Don't despise your youth. Hallelujah. Turn to another who acknowledge you. He turned to another. Hmm? Can you see? Hey. Hmm. Media for you. Bible says he turned to another and he asked them the same question. And they answered them. They answered him with the same that, look, the person who killed. Look, David did not want to also die a flee. They said, at least I should know what is going to happen. And speak after the same manner. And the people answered him again after the former manner. They told him the same thing. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah. Many people have destroyed their lives because they forced themselves even to be in a group that they are not accepted. They want to fit into a clique. You want to be accepted. You wanted a certain boyfriend or a certain... So that you, you want to go with them to tavern. You want to... Be, it will destroy you. Accept that you are different. My sister, my brother, you are born again. Accept that you are different. 
Why are you trying to fit in? Why are you trying to let them, I mean, see that you are also like them? You are not like them. You are not like them. Many Christians who don't accept who God has made them, they destroy their Christian life. Because there are people who are different from you. They are not hearing what you are hearing. They don't think the way you think. God has made you different. Hallelujah. Accept. Accept that. Look, I am born again. I am a Jesus girl. I am a Jesus boy. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't need a boyfriend. I don't need a girlfriend. At the right time, when I get married, I will have my, 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 my children. At the right time, accept it. Accept. Don't say that, oh, everybody has a girlfriend. Are you everybody? You are you. You are not everybody. You are not everybody. Are you here? Don't say that, oh, everybody has a girlfriend. Everybody has a boyfriend. No, you are not everybody. Accept who God has made you. Accept that, look, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I fast, I pray, I pray in tongues, and I'm not shy about it. Mantoriande, Mriando Teliande. I am not ashamed about it. Yeah. Even who you are, don't let anybody despise you. Did somebody say he's taller than you? Tell the person I'm shorter than you. Post in your shorts now. If you're taller, I'm shorter than you. If you're small, I'm bigger than you. Just be happy who you are. Accept your person. If you don't accept your person before you notice, you are going to say that we should call you CC instead of Booty. You, I'm telling you, you go mad. Now you are, you are jealous of ladies. Meanwhile, you are a guy. It started by not liking yourself. Whoever wants you to change you, who you are, before he accepts you is the wrong person. I had a friend. She's called Janice. She really liked makeup. She was my shepherd. And she told me, said, she had a beloved, but the beloved did not like makeup. So when she hears that the beloved is coming, she has to rush wherever she, she is and go and wash the face. She will, I said it continued for like a year. You notice that, look, this is who I am. The thing is not working. So the relationship has to say, she's trying to change herself. Then not long after, a man came. Mr. Addison. Mr. Addison is a producer of cosmetics. And he, he brings it. He brings it to her. Say, put it on. Check this one and let me see. What? Mr. Addison is coming for you. Whoever is, look, somebody is rejecting him because you are short. Another person will come and say, what? Where have you been? I have been looking for a short person like you. I said, Mr. Addison is coming for you. You will come. Mr. Addison. I'm telling you. She was my shepherd and she told me, said, it was not working. It was not working. But when the right person came, he buys it. He, he brings it. Put it on. I like it. More of it. More of it. More of it. Your point of disqualification will be your point of qualification. 
whatever they have used to reject and refuse you is the same. Don't be confused. You are with the wrong person. That's why you are getting confused. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I might need to talk to the people here. What did they say? What did they say is the reason why they don't like you? They say you are too tough, you are too short, you are too tall, you are too slim, you are too dark. Somebody will come and say, you will say that I'm looking for midnight black. The chocolate black is not working. I'm looking for something midnight black. It's not everybody who is looking for a yellow bone. It's not everybody. Everybody who is looking, somebody is looking for midnight black. Somebody is looking, say, I don't want to see, I just want to see only the white. When there's low, low shedding, I just need to see something. Only your white, your white eyes. Only your eyes. I don't know who. Turn, tell somebody, turn away from all those who don't accept you. Turn away from those who don't encourage you. Why are you forcing yourself? This world is already full of a lot of issues and you are letting people also put impediment. Turn from those who despise and don't like. That's why David, that's why we know David today. That's why he turned to people who reported what he was saying to the king. People who would take you serious. The brother said that you are proud, you are naughty, you are here to spy. The battle, but the other people think that look, this guy is saying this. Something. They believe in him enough to go and report what the small boy was saying to the king. The brothers wouldn't even have taken it to the king. They would have killed the thing right there. Every, look, there are people in this life. They are vision snatchers and dream killers. Yeah, vision snatch. If you tell them something you are going to do. Before you notice, they are doing it. If they don't do it, they will tell you, oh, I know somebody who was trying to do this and it did not work. They will kill. I'm telling you. Look for people who believe, who encourage you. Yes. Yes. We don't need to close our eyes before we see our thoughts. Do you need to close your eyes before you remember that all is not well with you? So don't remind us. Yeah. Don't remind us that we are not correct. We know already. We know. We want we know. to be encouraged that even though we, we have not prayed and have our quiet time, God still loves us. Oh, is that not what we want? We, we, we know our fault. We, we know it. We know. We know. Don't come and repeat our faults. We know. Don't come and look for people who believe in you and encourage you. Hallelujah. Amen. Who are always so you can make it. Amen. You are making it. Amen. There are people who always describe. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Half, they will describe half empty. When there's a glass half water and it's half, half empty. instead of saying half full, they will always see it as half empty. Yeah. So it's, somebody will see, so this one is almost full. Mm-hmm. But somebody will see it, say it's almost it's empty. empty. Hey. Look you. for the people who support you, who oh. encourage you, who stand with you, say so you can make it. Yes. That is how David, he turned. Learn from David. His own brothers. It's not the people, his own brothers. Sometimes the people around you are the people who don't believe in you. Turn to people who think that you are a good person, something good will come out of you and you can make it. Yeah, it becomes, your support base must believe in you. Yeah. That is why you see when we are preaching, people say amen. 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 It's not every preaching that is nice or works, but... Look, if you have opened the Bible and you are reading it, we encourage you. 
Yes. Yeah, nobody should come. You are doing your basenta. Already the scriptures is not easy. And people hey, are hey, looking at you with four eyes. How are you going to? It's not easy. It's not easy at all. Are you there? We are there. Your first try, you are trying to do some sauce. Okay. You are trying some uh, uh, menu. You mm. do the food. Do the food. You uh, don't need anybody who tastes it. Mm. <laughs> you may not cook again. You I'm telling you, you, you will not cook again. Not but cook you need somebody that when he takes that thing, is salty, but say, wow. Oh, I, I think that. Listen. Mr. Yeah. yeah. You, 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 you need somebody who will encourage you. Hallelujah. Amen. I see, I see, I see you being encouraged. I see you being supported in the name of Jesus. And God is giving you the wisdom to turn away from people. Some of us, we are so glued to people we can't turn, turn away from them and see how God will lift you. Amen. May the Lord bless you. Amen. Look, can I tell you something? Even Abraham, all that God had for him, God never told him until Lord left. Yeah, there are sometimes the vision will not work because of the people you are. Come, come out, come out, come out. Jacob. His name remained Jacob until he pushed everybody away and was left alone. Mm-hmm. That was when the Theophany came and he said, from today you are Israel. You, you, like, you, you like corporate prayer too much. You, like, you also need to learn how to wait on God alone. Always corporate prayer. Always corporate. When will you pray alone? When will you say that ahead? You should also learn to pray alone. Are you here? Yeah. And when you hear from God, you'll be strong to carry on. I see the Lord sending you support. People will acknowledge you. People will stand with you. In the name of Jesus. Are you here? Yeah. You have the ability to embrace minor jobs. In the name of Jesus. And you have the ability hmm, to turn away from people who don't accept you. In Jesus' name. Stand to your feet. Say a word of prayer to the Lord. Lord, help me to be like David. Help me to be like David. Help me, Lord. Help me, I pray. Help me, Lord, I pray. Help me, Lord, I pray. Help me, Lord, I pray. May I be Mashanto Taya Dele Masante Rokataka Baronde Limato Bronde Lima Suta Hate. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Oh, yes. Mahata bando ronde libahate. We give you glory. May I be like David, Lord. Oh, yeah, that I will not despise small things. Oh, that I will embrace minor jobs. Minia jobs, Lord. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead and talk to talk to God. Mahata Labaya. Morondi Liba Hateba. Ronde li Mahata. Go ahead. Say, Lord. Oh, yes. I will not despise small things. I will not despise small things. I want to be like David. I will not despise small things. Oh, yes, oh God. I will embrace minor jobs. Oh, yes, Lord. Ah, and I will minister to others. I will look for other people to serve. I will bring other people into you. Oh, yes, oh God. And Lord, not everyone will accept me. Therefore, I will turn away from those who don't accept me. I will turn away. I will turn away from all jealous people. Masha Katalabaya, 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you glory. In Jesus' name. We hope you've been blessed by the Word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.